This is a Bulldog Radio podcast. Now, what I'm going to read you next may upset some of you, but it's absolutely true. There are loads of facts. The public hasn't been informed. The time to start is now. They know this is real. I believe they know more than they're letting on. And I believe they have a good reason not to make it all public. Welcome back, valued listener, to the potters out there, until the government tries to shut us down. We're recording today from just outside of Nellis Air Force Base. We swear to tell the truth and nothing but the truth in this podcast. Uh, I am The Nose. I am Gamma. And I am Slick. And today's episode, we will be talking about spirits, our personal beliefs, and our personal experiences with spirits, and... Yeah, before we uh, get into that, though, we will have our weird news of the week given to us by Slick. All right, this is from New York Post. Um, the title is Creepy Photo Shows Giant Squid Watching Deep Sea Mission, and it was posted November 6th of 2019. Well, wow, that's so really yesterday. recent. Yeah, that was like two days ago. Damn. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yesterday? What? Today's the 7th. Oh. That was the government. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Rockwell said it is best when he's saying, I always feel like somebody's watching me. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration posted an eerie image of its remotely operated vehicle, Deep Discoverer, being watched by a giant squid. Despite the fact that this giant squid has largely remained evasive to humans, this is not the first NOAA has spotted a giant squid. On one of its missions. In June, NOAA spotted a huge squid in the Gulf of Mexico as part of a rare footage that biologists have described as the most amazing video you'll ever see. The giant squid was spotted around 100 miles southeast of New Orleans, LA. The largest giant squid ever recorded was nearly 43 feet long and likely weighed almost 2,000 pounds. That's, just looking at this picture of the squid, that's creepy. It really is. Like, um, if you go to the article, in, uh, and we can link the article in the description of the episode, but it's, the squid is huge. And yeah. It, it looks like a, a big spider with a tail. Well, like, especially the fact that it's literally just sitting right next to the, 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 what do you call it? The a submarine or whatever. Yeah, the, the it's like it's not like afraid of it or anything. It's just sitting there. That's, I I don't I don't know if I ever said this, but my like biggest fear is like just things under the water and like mm-hmm. deep ocean and stuff like that. So, I, this picture creeped me out. Yeah, I I don't know if I have like a fear of the deep ocean, but I am definitely intrigued. Like movies, like oh sphere, yeah. Or, or just other stuff about deep ocean stuff, like, always really gets me. Yeah. And I really, really enjoy those kind of stories. So this is, like, this is right up my alley. Right. No, I do, too. I mean, like, I don't know if you've ever been on Reddit, but the 
the Lassophobia subreddit. Oh yeah, I love going through that as much as like it. It, it gives me goosebumps. And, like <laughs> freaks me out every time I look at stuff. Like I love that that subreddit. Yeah, it's it's a great subreddit. Yeah, I love like you, Gamma, reading about like the deep ocean, and I like to surf, so I try not to like get scared about it too much. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Because in reality, I don't think like a giant squid's gonna come up when I'm swimming. Right. You're more. You're gonna get ate by a shark before that. Like <laughs> you're. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I've actually I've done some scuba, and that is really it is really freaky. Like when I got certified, it was it was in a lake in uh, the upper Midwest in November was uh, when I had it. So the water was freezing. Yeah. And, but so I'm like 40 feet underwater and it's just like, Oh, to get certified, I have to take out my rebreather and put it back in and clear it oh, while I'm 40 feet under the water. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, it's that kind of stuff scares me. Cause it's like, like it may, I get, I get anxious. Yeah. But, right. Well, plus I feel like, scuba diving in lakes is much different than the ocean because the ocean oh, yeah. is like clear and you can see pretty much everything around you in a lake you know it's murky you don't know what's in there it's true i it's don't know true. i don't know about that yeah and i just i just i just think the the ocean's fascinating oh yeah For there's sure. so much underneath that we don't know right right and it's, it's and there's so much we can't explore too yeah it's it's really like the final frontier of earth is is the uh, the deep oceans? We don't want to go down there. No. We don't want to know. C- Cthulhu's <laughs> waiting. He's just sitting down there in the in the trench. Yep. As soon as and, you get uh, down there, he's gonna just pop out. Him and uh, Azathoth. Yeah. So that, that that's a whole other episode. Yeah. Deep Love. ocean and and uh, Lovecraftian. Oh yeah, we should we should definitely do a Lovecraftian episode. Yeah. Um and and uh, that kind of stuff. Um. So into our. Our main topic of the day, which is spirits. Uh, what What are you guys' uh, beliefs on spirits? Hundred percent believe that it's obviously a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. I see, even when I'm like taking pictures at like my friend's house or even my house, sometimes, you know, always there's orbs flying in front of the camera, and like that's mm-hmm. one indicator. Yeah. So I know someone's always there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've I've had a lot of different experiences in the past um, that, you know, with paranormal kind of, you know, phenomenon that I've never been able to explain in a scientific kind of way. So I definitely believe in spirits and I don't believe in them in the sense that there's evil spirits or like spirits that try to harm you or that can like interact with you really. But I do believe that there are spirits that are remnants of people or atoms or something you know that are you know among this world still right all right i kind of i i believe i believe in spirits i've like i've mentioned before i've been kind of going through a change of of belief systems um and a lot of my my beliefs about spirits ended up being from my former religion and one of the things that is very different and interesting about about that religion is that um we don't necessarily believe in this traditional heaven or hell or they don't i don't yeah um and it's after death there there's like a what we call the spirit world which is their spirit prison and spirit paradise and um essentially those in spirit paradise teach people in spirit prison 
the quote-unquote gospel, and if they choose to accept it there, you know, you you get to move up. Okay. And then after that, there's, like, the judgment, and then there's, like, a whole other other things. But we we believe that, or they believe that um, the spirit world exists around us. Okay. That, and that, like, when you encounter spirits, it's when the veil between worlds is just thinner. And so for the longest time, that was my... My belief was because I've I've had like certain experiences with uh, spirits, and like I couldn't explain it any other way besides the veil was thin. That's well, I never knew that that's what they believed. Yeah, what, what what you had believed as well. I didn't I didn't realize like that was because I, uh, you know, with most uh, Christian religions, they I feel like it's a very strict topic of like ghosts don't exist like right and i so i didn't realize that, that was kind of how that went yeah yeah and uh just kind of going into the experience like the biggest experience i had um when i was um uh, 18 just out of high school in college um uh, my great-grandmother passed away and i was able to fly home for the viewing but not the funeral and so yeah, I was able to Skype into the funeral, and um, my uh, my I I was at a friend's house, kind of in a in a just a room by myself while while it was going down, and I distinctly remember feeling someone's hand on my shoulder. Um, I was I was kind of I was distraught. I was sad and upset and I felt that hand on my shoulder it was very comforting and I knew I didn't have to look I knew that it was my great-grandfather her her husband that was comforting me mm-hmm. and and like it was just it just that experience really solidified oh I do believe in spirits and ghosts like because I felt a presence I felt the touch and I knew the person who it was, but I didn't see it. Yeah. What about you, Slick? I can't really say I've ever had, like, any experiences because I haven't really, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like to watch a lot of, like, videos of people exploring mm-hmm. ghosts or, like, haunted places. Yeah. And that, and that alone makes me, like, believe because crazy stuff always happens. I guess, like, the only wasn't really my experience but like when my grandpa died my aunt would always like try to like look for signs and she like was like asked him one day was like can you show me like a sign that you're all right or like you know and like the light her lamp just turned on right after she said that so i don't know hearing that story kind of makes me believe even more too yeah i've always honestly had a lot of like just small experiences growing up and some bigger ones but like i've always had just like just stuff that i've never been able to explain um you know i've been in a room you know by myself and you know without you know the power was on nothing like it was nothing that could have like caused this it was one of those lamps that you know you have to grab the little knob and turn it to turn it on and usually Mm -hmm. those ones take like two clicks before they even turn on right and the lamp just turned on automatically next to me and i had no idea um I was, like, probably, like, five or six, and that really scared me. And, like, I ran because um, it was in my aunt's house, which I already didn't like. And 
that too is like another thing is like I've always had like I can I don't know I've always like felt like weird in certain houses or like just had like more on edge mm-hmm. um even like my own house that I live that I've lived in for since you know probably sixth grade or so like I've never liked my house especially being alone there and right. that's where I've had a lot of my own uh major experience experiences that have led me to believe in ghosts um the biggest one that kind of made me the like con- like confirmed believer was uh one time during uh the summer I was just completely on my own and it wasn't a scary day or anything it was just a summer day um lights were all on no power outage or anything so nothing like that would make it you know anything nothing to like put me on edge or put me in like a mood where I might be like freaked out uh, I was just going to the bathroom I washed my hands I turned around and lit it just in my hallway outside the bathroom was just a girl just sitting there maybe uh four feet away from me uh just looking up at me and she looked about a little bit older than I was and she wasn't scary there wasn't anything about her that like caused me to be alarmed she just looked like a girl and as soon as I kind of like think more about it and like look at her more I blinked and she was just gone and like in the moment I was just not scared of her but scared of the you know that happening so I ran towards where she was because that was the only direction I could go and as I got to the spot where she would have been her legs were you know she was sitting like her legs outstretched in the hallway um I jumped like instinctively like without even like my brain just made me do it right where she would have been sitting and that's just something that's always been uh uh like I can't explain that away you know absolutely um one of some of my other experiences and have been in in more of a, a darker side of um spirits uh, do you guys believe in possession i i think yeah i mean i believe in like dark spirits and stuff mm-hmm. yeah i believe yeah i think i would say so yeah um i haven't actually told a lot of people this so now it's going out on the internet <laughs> <laughs> now you're telling everyone <laughs> but um i remember i had a, a therapist a uh, few years ago and he was a member of my faith at the time mm-hmm. and we were doing an exercise um in what's called a emdr um which is uh basically it's it's about eye movement okay. and when you process memories and when you're sleeping your eyes move yeah and so it you go through traumatic experiences that haven't been processed as much through the simulating the eye movement and it does it does help it's it's really interesting uh-huh. um but uh we were doing that and i felt a very dark entity and i saw a face in front of me yeah um just like my entire view and and i i recognized it as a, a dark dark spirit at the time and and <laughs> Um, you know, I told that to my therapist and he essentially performed an exorcism on me. And I remember 
as soon as he started doing that, I started like breathing heavy. Like I was like, <sighs> and I like, I, I, I called him names that with like my mouth moved without me controlling it. Yeah. And, and you know, eventually it went away, but that was like, that was a terrifying yeah, experience. No, and, um, maybe there is some psychological, psychological explanation because the whole experience reminded me a little bit of like the exorcisms and supernatural, like when they leave through the mouth as a smoke and, and that's what it felt like to me. Right. And so maybe that was my brain, um, trying to place the experience I was having in something I could relate it to, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I mean, but at the same time, you know, it's also you just trying to make grasp the you know hold of something that you maybe just couldn't understand, mm-hmm. and so like to make you know maybe that it's that is exactly what happened, and like you just went to exact you know the the closest thing to like to help you understand it. Yeah. So I, I mean, like I don't I don't think that's just you know psychological. I think it's just more it did happen, and you tried to relate it. You know. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. That's yeah, crazy, that's though. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, that was, <laughs> that was an interesting day. Yeah. Um, there, there's more to it, but it was, that's more of a, a story for another day. <laughs> uh. um, wow. Yeah. I know they like, like spirits like to latch on to certain like energies. So mm. maybe you were yeah. feeding on. Or he was feeding on your energy. Yeah. So and we can it, it would make sense because that was like one of the most depressed times I've had. Uh-huh. Right. And like I was, that was like, you know, out of all my times being depressed, it was either like the most or the second most. It was like, it was, it was bad. Right. Yeah. So yeah, like maybe it was feeding off the negative energy or, yeah, or feeding sure. the uh-huh. ne- negative energy. Dang. Yeah. He was just trying to catch your vibes, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have, um, I think I, we've talked about this before, but I can't remember. Have you either of you guys done uh, Ouija boards? No, but I want to. <laughs> I haven't, mostly because of that experience. Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> and um, just other, other experiences I've heard about uh-huh. of, like, tables and stuff being thrown around. So I've kind of steered away from those. Yeah, no, I mean I've done it, uh, just just once, and it was with people that you know I completely trusted them. You know, I, we all went into it saying like you know like our fingers are on this like barely, like we're not about to be moving it for each other, like, and like you could see like you know when it started happening, like I like I we all asked and like everyone's fingers were barely lit, like touching it, like we all had them like standing straight up so you couldn't be moving it no matter like how like there was just no way for us to be moving it and that thing like it started moving across the board um you know we were asking questions it was answering it was uh i believe at first it said it was um like a nine-year-old kid and then um in the middle of the kid talking all of a sudden it just kind of like started to feel different like it was more like complete sentences Mm-hmm. So we asked again, like, how old are you? And then it, I think it said, like, 50 or something. Um, oh. And then what started to ha- it started to do circles, uh, which I 
which we were like read as supposed to be like um like dark like not like not satanic but more on the evil side of spirits so uh we made sure like we got you know we said we said you have to like close it out you have to say like goodbye and like get rid of them but uh yeah that that it got scary really fast because um i think the other thing is like it go if it goes right like back and forth between like certain letters or numbers and stuff and it started doing that as well so Hmm. it was yeah and it like what um in that house um my friends at the time they uh have had like what they believe to be like a a a ghost of a a kid in the basement in the basement because they had toys down there and they like sometimes like a ball would like move across the floor while they were down there like you know certain like kids books would be would be out you know with like the pages open and stuff and so they kind of you know it kind of tied into like what you know what we started talking to you know the the child so it was it was a weird experience it was definitely one of those things where like i don't I, i'd want to do it again but i want to be more prepared right um also the the candle we had in the room was moving a lot which we didn't have any windows open or anything the candle just kept flickering and like going real low and then back up and it was wow yeah so i i'm definitely a firm believer in in ouija boards wow that's intense yeah (laughs) (sighs) um you know ouija boards are really a fascinating thing to me uh just because they're marketed as a toy right right and they're definitely not a toy. No, yeah. no. I, I, I'd, I'd listened to a history about them in the past, and I can't really remember a whole lot about it. I just, it was, it was a weird history. I, I'll have to look it up again, but uh-huh. um, maybe we'll do a whole episode on the history of Ouija boards. But it was there was like a lot of like companies like selling it would just like go bankrupt and then someone else would buy the company and it would go bankrupt or really just just weird weird stuff yeah. about it hmm. yeah i always like watching videos of youtubers just doing ouija boards uh-huh. yeah which in that sense um do you guys i mean have you ever watched like like ghost hunting like shows and like tv and stuff like do you believe those kind of shows or like those people that that create those shows um cuz i think my thing as I grew up is, like, when I watch, because I used to love watching those. And, like, as I grew up, like, I kind of realized, like, this is a lot of bullshit. <laughs> this is a lot yeah. of just people just putting in stuff to make it seem yeah. really creepy. Um, and I don't know, like, I feel like there's a lot to be said from that. Like, a lot of people can profit off of other people's beliefs like that. Yeah, for um, sure. Another thing, too, is, like, I don't know if you guys know... Like the Winchester House, like the like the famous like. I've been there. Yeah, have you really? I've been in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you? Have you? No, I've never been there. I just I've read all about like I I used to love looking up like stuff about yeah. that. So w- the first time I went to San Jose uh-huh. was was where where my wife's from. Um, sh- uh, she's like I bought tickets to go go here. Yeah. And this was around the time when the movie had come out, so they opened up areas that. Um, hadn't been open to the public for a hundred years. Wow. And uh, we'd, we'd gone in that extra tour, part of the tour, and there were some places, inclu- especially the basement. Yeah. The seance room 
and the basement where, like, as soon as I walked to the room, I was like, there's something in here. Uh-huh. I can feel it. My, yeah. All my hairs were on end. And, like, I was on, like, high alert. I'm, I'm like, I can almost see something. I feel like I can see something. I can yeah. feel something. And this this is whack. I don't like this. <laughs> Especially the basement. The basement was creepy as hell. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It was, it, it's a cool, really cool house. Really great experience. If you can if you can go out there, definitely check out the tour. But okay. Definitely be ready to uh, have some some experiences. My like my only thing with that is, um, like as much as I'm a believer, like I always just like I want to know like was she just crazy? Because I know they did find she had some. Uh, like mental illnesses, you know, mm-hmm. and, and like I wonder, um, you know, just like all the circumstances of her life lead led up to that point where, like, you know, because like you know, she was married to a man who created guns, like you know, that obviously would have killed people, and yeah. so I wonder, you know, if, if that, you know, added into her mental illnesses would, are just what created her to start believing that or. And that's the, that's like that's the thing. I guess like I'm a believer, but like there's some things like I want to be skeptical of, but like sure. But you still you can't you can't yeah. explain it, you know. I think there are things that for me too. I I, I am skeptical of like like those ghost hunter shows yeah. and like the sensational things. Right. But this wasn't really marketed as like a ghost. Well, I mean, it is ghostly, and it's like. But it's not like the tour guides are like, you're going to feel something here. Right, yeah. It's it, The tour itself is very historical mm. and, and whatnot. It's not presented in a paranormal way. So I, in, in that way, with the experience I had, I feel like that was more genuine. Okay, yeah. And not artificial. But definitely I do think that those beliefs are, are exploited. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, what was that? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it was a ghost. <laughs> ghost stole it. No, no, that's what I remember. It was, um, I definitely think some people are more sensitive to that yeah, than others. Definitely. Um, oh, I had a, I had a. I had a <laughs> my train's gone too. Oh my God. <laughs> ghost train. Y'all being possessed. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could relate, but I I don't know much about the Winchester. Oh, uh, we can we can probably you know there's probably some listeners who don't know a whole lot about it, so knows why don't you since you've probably read the most about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean it's, so it's a uh, it was a lady who I don't I mean I I won't know like specific details I don't fully remember them, but like it was a lady who was married to uh, the man who created the Winchester rifle. Uh, he created the whole the brand of it and. Um, when he died, she believes that she was visited by either, was it just ghost or was it even like an angel? It was, it was the, the spirits of all the, cause she went to a medium and yeah. the medium told her that what all these like dark spiritual feelings that she was having were the ghosts of the people who were killed by her husband's rifle. Uh, um, I want to say the YouTubers I watch, I know, because I'm looking it up, they d- they've, like, visited it, but yeah. I think I've watched this video because it sounds, like, very familiar, so I'm yeah. trying to, like, remember. Right, and so, 
um, what she started to believe is that these spirits started to convey to her messages, and what they were telling her was that she needed to go to her house and start just building, building onto her house and keep building. And um, I think it was like if she stopped, then you know they would they would catch up to her. They would they yeah. would uh, essentially you know kill her. But she just believed that she needed to keep adding on to this house and it became to the point where you know she started putting who knows how much money into it into rooms that don't make sense and, and but she says that the only reason she built it that way is you know that's what the spirits were telling her to do yeah. they, they were telling her specific ways so there's uh staircases that go to nowhere yeah doors to go that go to nowhere yeah doors that open right. up and like a th- on the third floor to nothing you know just rooms that, that can't be accessed from other from other ways of the house like just mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff like that right like, i definitely have seen videos on this yeah. yeah um and so yeah and then uh she eventually died i yep. believe yep. But, but i mean it gets it never got fully finished i don't think i think she died in the middle of it and so now it's just kind of there with all these crazy rooms and Mm-hmm. No one lives there. They just kind of have it as a historical. Yep, it's a historical site and mu- a museum, really. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting too. Um, it's either her daughter or her sister died in the house as well before she did from tuberculosis. Really. And that was another room that was very kind of eerie. Yeah. Um, that was the the bedroom that she died in. Mm. Um, and like. She was also a very wealthy woman, so, like, the house is beautiful. Right. Like, the architecture and the design and the materials are all, like, like amazing quality, pristine. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's like, think of a house you would think of from the movie Clue, and it's kind of like that. Okay. It's, like... I don't know what architectural style that is. Right, just yeah, but, like, very... Kind of like, gothic, in a way. Yeah, like, Victorian kind mm-hmm. of style. Yeah. Uh-huh. Another spooky place um, I've been to is uh, the home of Edgar Allan Poe in Philadelphia. Really? And uh, his basement is whack. <laughs> it is so scary looking. and But also there's, like... A lot of his family members died in the house of tuberculosis as well. Okay. And those were just, like, maybe not nearly as powerful feelings, but, like, there was just, like, a huh kind mm. of feeling to yeah. those, those rooms and the, the building in general. I mean, I, I, I think, uh, you know, energies have a lot to do with, you know, spirits and where they are, you know, what you feel when you might be around them and stuff. I This summer, me and uh, some friends were uh, hiking along a trail, and uh, on this trail, on, like, a very secluded part, like, you know, branch of it that, you know, it, it doesn't look like anyone really goes down it. It's, like, it's barely a, a part of the trail. Like, it looks just like a little tiny mm. spot where, like, you can tell, like, you can walk in it, but it just looks like more woods. Um, but you go down that, and they knew about it, so they were showing me. But uh, you go down that, and there's just this tiny little graveyard, like, in the middle of the woods. Oh, that's um, wild. Yeah, and it's just got uh, a little fence around it and a gate. And um, on the gate, it says, like, once we are alive, and uh, as you are now, but 
now we're gone and so shall you like something like that like a little poem like that huh. uh which was kind of creepy but i mean like i guess i think it's also just something that's like that's been put on graveyards before you know i don't think it's like that itself is that creepy but just like the fact that it's just a little graveyard you know a couple graves all like all around um just middle of the woods and then uh so we we're standing by the gate and like none of us wanted to go in but finally like i was just like you know like i'll 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 uh, just like open it, you know, and as I opened it, I just felt like this weird, just like something like, I don't know, it just like a wave of like, I don't want to do any more than that, like go mm. over me, like I just like I touched it and I was just like I nope, that's it, uh, yeah. and then like my friend that you know he went he like he opened a little bit more, like he said the exact same thing, he was like yeah no we, <laughs> I don't want to go in there, mm-hmm. um, so it's just it, it's just weird, and I mean like, and a lot of it too can be maybe psychological you know maybe just that the setting and you know it was getting a little bit dark out and you know it's a graveyard in the middle of the woods like it could just be something but you never know yeah yeah i've been to um the coronado hotel in san diego i don't know if you've heard Um, of that one i've i think i've heard of that yeah i think so there's like one room in it that's haunted yeah is that the one that's like a boat no this is a picture of it I think I think I've heard of it. I think I've heard of that. Yeah. Can I see it? I don't yeah. remember it much though, because I was really young. But mm. I know my parents always threaten, like, "We're gonna rent that <laughs> hotel room if it'll be good." Like, yeah. And I was scared shitless. <laughs> that's that's funny. <laughs> Did do you remember anything about the hotel? I just remember basically walking in the lobby. We didn't stay in it. We just like went and. Oh, you just in. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't remember much because I was like six or something like that right right you know i think there's what's what's really interesting is there's the haunted aspects of america is very different than the haunted aspects of like europe yeah it's like as far as like at least like colonial era and beyond Mm -hmm. like the the spirits are new versus like um, the, uh, well, I think it's the Black Monk of Pontefract or uh, where is it? It's uh, the Black Mausoleum in like Edinburgh where like there have been like spirits there for like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Right. And it's yeah. like people know about it and like their grandparents knew about it and their grandparents <laughs> knew about this place and it's like it's always been that way and i i just think that's fascinating mm. the the difference i mean and i'm sure there's there's more like native american hauntings that we just really don't know yeah about. for sure yeah and I, I mean that's what i mean i, I love that kind of like that folk folklore and mm-hmm. uh like the native american kind of spirit um you know, like stephen king books are all pretty much based around that not all of them but a lot and uh it's just it's like it's fascinating to think like because we think you know yeah about spirits that you know died in a house but we never really think about the fact that there's maybe spirits just among the land that we are that we're on that that house is on now that Mm -hmm. you may that uh i think we kind of talked about this too um in our wolf or our dog man podcast about Mm-hmm. The fact that Native American spirits are much 
like a very completely different entity if you think about it because of you know the way that they believed in ownership and land that they didn't believe that the land belonged to any one person so yeah honestly they could be anywhere they, you know they can travel the, the whole america yeah and and i don't know like our spirits tied to one area right like, yeah what what are spirits uh you know like it changes from belief system to belief system about what what they are and what the quote unquote rules about spirits are. Right. So there's it's just there's no real answer. And I think that's the hard part for a lot of people and a lot of people who are trying to find a specific scientific answer for yeah. what these phenomena are, but there is none. And maybe we'll never know. Maybe we will, but, you know, there's there's a lot of unknown out there. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that there's some people that just don't want anything in their life that they can't explain. And so they're going to say, I don't believe in ghosts. But there's just some things that there's... There's no explanation. Right. Like, <laughs> simple as that. Yeah. Not everything can be explained. Like, I don't know. Like, people that say they don't believe in aliens... Boy, do you see that universe up there? <laughs> How do you not believe in that? Like, right. come on, open your mind up. Like, not yeah. everything is like narrow and one-sided. You know, like there's there's so much in this world we don't know about. Like, yeah, definitely. I don't know, it just baffles me when people are like, "I don't believe in aliens or ghosts or any of that stuff." Like, what? Mm-hmm. How do you That's say like, that? <laughs> so prove prove to me that they're not there. Right. Like, there you go. Do you prove to me that there's not? A, you know, a sentient life form among, you know, the stars. Prove to me that there's not spirits, and I'll believe you then. But mm. you can't right. prove to me right now. Yeah, and that's that's the hard part, too, is, like, there are people who do try to explain the scientific reasonings behind a lot of those things. And, you know, a lot of... There are a lot of, quote-unquote, hauntings or spiritual experiences that can be scientifically explained. Yeah, definitely. But I think there's also... Like, the spiritual aspect of things is not necessarily the same as the physical aspect in that it these experiences affect someone on a spiritual level as well. Like, if you feel like uh, like your experience with the, the girl just, mm-hmm. like, that that left a mark on you. Right, yeah. And, you know, maybe maybe someone seeing, like, a light turning on and off didn't affect them. But there's, like, experiences like that where the psychological and spiritual effect can't be scientifically explained. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, like, something where, like, that's always in my, like, I always have that specific image in my brain. Like, I can remember that day clear, you know, clear as, it, as if it was yesterday. Um and it's just one of those things where, you know, I can tell millions of people the story and they can all hear it, but I can never directly show them that, you know, what I saw and what I, you know, what happened to me. So, you know, you someone can listen to it and still be like, well, I don't know, like maybe you're just crazy. Maybe you just, you were just, you know, seeing like you just saw something, but it's one of those things where it's like, I know exactly what i saw and it's left its mark on me like that's what has made me 
say, I can't explain everything in the world, and I don't think I'll ever be able to. So that's just something that maybe will never go resolved, but it has definitely made me think differently or think twice about saying that there's no spirits in this world. Right. Do you guys believe in, like, your sixth sense? Define what you mean by sixth sense. Like, you can feel like something's going to happen or, like, you have this thought, like, something, like, I feel like this is going to happen. Like, for example, my girlfriend, she, like, believes she has, like, a strong sense and, like, the day of her accident, she, like, yeah, the day, the weekend before her accident, she was, like, feeling, like, I feel like I'm going to, like, get in an accident or, like, something's going to happen and then she got in an accident Mm -hmm. and then... I think it was, like, a couple weeks ago, she, like, woke up and, like, was going to work, and she felt like something was going to happen to her, like, her best friend, and then she got a text later that night saying her best friend was in an accident, too, and, like, things like that, she can just, like, she senses stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's weird, but do you believe, like, people can do that, or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I th- I definitely think some people are, are much more sensitive to uh, going on, going ons around them, and, you know, maybe... Uh, you know, paranormal kind of phenomenons and stuff like that. I think that's definitely something that can happen. Yeah, and honestly, I've I've felt that in a way too personally that I've I'm a little more sensitive to that because there's there have been experiences I've had like a very actually similar um, experience with a car where I was pulling out of a parking lot and in my brain I just saw like. I like me being hit by a white car and like T-boned. So I waited an extra second before turning out of the uh, parking lot and that same white car just went speeding by. I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So like I definitely, and I don't know what it is, but I definitely think that there's some sort of warning system. Mm Mm-hmm out there that some people are just more attuned to right right uh i mean some people might you know contribute that to uh you know guardian spirits as well and stuff like that like maybe that was you know something or someone watching over you just being like hey like just just wait you know Mm -hmm. i've uh you know a a friend of mine has told me a, a story about how she was driving and uh you know she was going a little bit too fast for where she was and she just heard you know what she believed to be her uh grandma or great grandma just say hey like slow it down and she did and, and like within the next like minute there was deer that ran right out, right out in front of her where you know if she hadn't been going slower she would have just rammed right into them mm-hmm. um and so i think you know i think a lot of that too is you know there's i think i think there are people that are very you know sensitive to the world around them and energies and uh, things like that. Uh, but I, I think there's also probably a sense of, uh, you know, guardians as well, or yeah. spirits yeah. That, that watch over you. For sure. I know when she got in that accident, oh, I'm like getting chills. I hate <laughs> <laughs> There was like right where, cause, so she T-boned a semi and then like rolled the other way, like into the oncoming traffic, yeah. into the ditch. And, like, right in that ditch was a cross where somebody had gotten an accident and died. And, like, she believes that, like, that person was looking over her along with, like, her grandpa. 
and then like the the lady behind her she like got out of her car and was like comforting her and like her biggest slogan in life is like hope and like she's like the spiritual person and like like how is that like timed like that you know like right. she's like the biggest like hope giver i don't know it's mm. just so weird to me how things are like laid out like that in life someone was definitely watching over her, that's for sure yeah. mm-hmm. that, ugh, that car was like wrecked and she had to like climb out the window and stuff like and she was okay yeah not a scratch Dang. wow so wow. it's just crazy to me <laughs> it gives me chills ghost <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you for listening to uh, to this broadcast today. Um, uh, follow us on uh, social media under Bulldog Radio um, FSU Bulldog Radio FSU on Twitter and uh, Instagram, and uh, check out our Facebook page. And um, this is uh, Gamma signing out. This is the nose signing off. And this is Slick signing out.